Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, world? We got a fun show for you guys today with Grammy nominee Linda Chorney coming on in a little bit. She's fabulous. We want to say hi to everybody, but first let's say hi to everybody here. We've got our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I don't feel like talking. Okay, well then we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. I don't feel like talking either. Good, so fuck okay. the show. Let's not have a so show. So then we have a whole Let's chat go to lunch. Let's go to lunch. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> then we have a chat room with people in it. What's up, chat room? How's everybody doing? It's going to be a lot of fun today. And before we get started, I guess Ron's going to do something. I have Uh-oh. a bitch. Now, listen up, folks. What theater is it? What are they it's called? It's a movie pass. What are they called? The fucking theater. The name of the theater. What is it called? The, it's the, not theater. It's a movie pass. Yeah, but, okay, movie pass. Pass your ass. Movie pass. 20 bucks. No, 10 bucks a person a month entitles you to see every film you want for no additional funds. They tell you. So, of course, you join, and it's 10 bucks each, 20 bucks a month. It isn't cheap. You know, you have to another bill. And then suddenly they say, oh, no, you cannot see Mamma Mia because that's $5 extra. Or you can't see Mission Impossible because that's $4 extra. No, you can't even see it. And right now our computers are down, so you're not able to go and book it. So, excuse me, do something for me. In the old days, they would have sent me a bouquet of flowers or something. I mean, they would have done something in the old days. Like I said, okay, like a month free? No. 
they don't do any of that. It's like, screw you, so you paid us 20 bucks, now you don't get to see movies. I think they are ridiculous, and I think everybody should tweet them and tell them to go screw themselves and whatever else. So there. Anyway, he's just pissed because, Mama Mia, we couldn't go see it opening weekend, but we got to see it the Monday afterwards. And I'm sorry I saw it because it was crappy. And then, uh, we can't. it's true, we can't see Mission Impossible. They're not letting you go see the big films. And it's true because they their site can't handle all the traffic. It, like, crashed, and so it's been down. So you haven't been able to do I mean, stuff. I'm not a fan of hers anyway, you know. Who's? Tommy. Her, Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise? Tom Cruise. Oh. <laughs> I'm not a fan of hers Mrs. at all. Mrs. Cruise. Miss Cruise. Just, we can't see that one, but we're going to go mean, see Tom, Ant-Man. Tom, when Tom Cruise was starting off in the business, somebody must have met him in Central Park in the in the brambles, the bushes, because they said, you know, are you cruising? And he said, oh, that's a good name. I'm going to be Tom Cruise because I cruise a lot. Anyway, we're not really saying Tom Cruise is a homosexual. But, uh, but anyway, we saw seven movies for $10 each, so we got our money's worth for the month, the first month that we had it. Yes, but I don't care for Seven this. times like 15 but they, bucks. They should not have said that a premier movie is $4 extra. That should have been said. To, it's non improper disclosure. I know, but it was $105 and we got it for I don't 10. give a shit. It's principle. It's not the money. They I changed think. the whole thing now. They're not going to let you go see the big ones, but what are you going to do? And So I'm not going to join them anymore. Sure you are. No, I'm not. Sure you are. No, they're rip-offs. They're liars. They, they teased you, and it's like the old come on. You know, come on down. You're going to win a car, and you go down, and the place isn't even there. It's some hack guy trying to sell you okay. a ticket. We still saw seven movies for the price of less than one. Why, why do you look at me like that with such it's disgust? Because like, it's ridiculous. We saw all the movies we wanted to see except for Ant-Man, which we're going to go see later because I want to see Ant-Man. Ugh, i got to suffer and through that two, two, two-year-old movie. It's not a two-year-old it's for movie. Kids. It's not for kids. It's Ant- a superhero oh, Ant-Man movie. Ant-Man versus the Cricket Man versus No, it's Ant-Man and Wasp, I think. Oh, Ant- Ant-Man <laughs> and the Wasp go against the Wasp the- is the girl from, like, Lost. She's super gorgeous. Oh, and she's a Wasp. She's a Protestant I think from, Ant-Man and from Wasp. Boston. <laughs> what? Yeah, she's a Protestant from Boston. I love this. Chad, do you watch any superhero movies? Uh, probably back in, what, the 70s, early 80s, maybe. But uh, now everyone wants to fight each other. Like, the good guys are fighting each other. What's up with that? Oh, yeah, Ron didn't like that Batman fighting Superman thing. When I I was young, we had Mighty Mouse, and I loved Mighty Mouse. Here he comes. And Flash Gordon. And my Flash Gordon. And those superheroes were real heroes. They weren't mechanical. They didn't jump around and fly. They were like real people that fought off the bad people. And it was a lot more believable. But today, we've gone into a world of fantasy. Dark fantasy. fantasy. It used to be like colorful and stuff. Now it's all dark film. You know? very, I think Ant Man and the Wasp will be like Daredevil, though. It'll be very yeah, funny. Yeah, but Batman looks like shit in that dark gray outfit they put on him. I loved him when he was blue and pretty with the stars and stripes. Yeah, I have a four foot Batman. He's blue. He's I like yeah, him but blue. now the, the new one. He's all dark gray and dirty looking, and he looks like he's into leather. That he goes to these leather bars and whips queens. You know hey, that now. kind of look. He looks like a, a like a what is it called, Jimmy? Those leather people. S and M. S and M person. S and M person. That's what Batman looks like. He's gonna fist fuck somebody. <laughs> Thanks, <or something>. Chad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's disgraceful what is going on in the world today. That's what they said a hundred years ago, and that's what they will say a hundred years from now. It was so great back in two eighteen. Now look at it today. It's horrible. I bet you Trump will still be president. It's gonna be a good one though, because the guy who plays Ant Man is funny. But wait a minute. Do you think Trump will still be president like forty years from now? No. I don't think he's ever leaving. 
Oh, who knows? Who cares? We I don't, don't talk ever, about that. I don't on think this anyone show. wants to. I'm not saying anything bad about Mr. Trump. I know. I don't even want to talk about him on the show because we lose ratings that way. I'm not, no, no, I'm no one out there. I don't dislike him. I don't like him. I really don't give a shit. There you go. What's up? We got people in the chat room. We want to say hey for, to Dave Hughes from Stars Now UK is his Twitter, and uh, oh, Illy from Estonia is in the chat room, and Patricia Brunicardi. Well, where the, the hell room? is Estonia? I keep saying this every week. Where on earth is Estonia? That's like a make-believe city they used to use in James Bond. No, it's not. Ellie, tell us where's Estonia. <laughs> where is Estonia? She says we look great. Thank you, but where is Estonia? Estonia was in my house last week. I had a dinner party, and everybody <laughs> sure was Estonia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were all Estonia. That's funny. <laughs> right. We had a good time with Linda, who's coming on the show now, who's my new love. I love her. I cannot wait to see Linda. It's going to be fun. And what else did we do? We did something else. Who remembers my age? I don't you know, know, we've been doing so many things I can't remember. Oh, well, one of the things that we did is we went and saw Linda's film. Loved it. That she's going to be talking about on the Should show. Should I do my quick little story that's so boring by now because I've told 50 million people? We haven't told Jimmy said people. to me, we're going to see a documentary in Los Angeles. I said, I'm driving two hours in that car where the seats hurt my ass because he's got a Jeep. I wanted some kind of a sexy car with a soft seat, but he goes and buys a Jeep for muscle-bound, tattooed butch men to sit in. He forgot about me. Anyway, we go to L.A., and there she is, as charming and as lovely. She jumps up and gives me a big hug. I wanted to smack her because I don't know who she is, and I didn't even like her, and I had to go see her documentary, and I wanted to burn the, the, the theater down. Anyway, I had a puss on. I went in. I sat down there. I said, oh, shit, I got to sit through this. How long is this fucking thing? And Jimmy said, blah, 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 blah. Well, 20 minutes into it, I loved it. And I fell madly in love with Linda because she makes you feel in love with her. In friend, not because she's married and I'm gay, but you know that kind of love I mean. Anyway, she's charming. She's wonderful. She's an actress. She's a singer. She's a delight. You go see her documentary and your heart sings. Docudrama. Oh, go fuck yourself. A docudrama. Oh, he's always got to correct me like the old queen that he is. Anyway, um, it's a wonderful movie, okay? My idea was called movie. We didn't have docudramas, okay? It's a movie. M O V I E movie, get it? Movie. Yeah, so repeat it after movie. Me. Movie. It's and it says that Estonia used to be part of the USSR. Chad, are we like loud enough? Because I don't see them seem like this. Oh, you're like louder. Very you're, loud. you're as loud as they get. Yeah, Chad. We'll turn up your head. Well, no, he's, he's Chad. Loud, I mean, is he okay? No, I'm fine. I speak up. I have theater training. You don't. You know, hey, how now, brown cow? So Estonia is part of the USSR, and I think Goddess is in the chat room. So what's up, Goddess? Yay! Hey, baby. Hey, Goddess, honey, chicky, Anyway, the docudrama was wonderful, and I'd suggest you all go see it. And it's titled When I Sing. Is that what it's called? When I Sing. And she can sing. She really sings great. Um, I think she's got a song out now about a, about a wang, a dick, a, a penis, which uh, I think came out a couple of years ago, the penis song. Yeah, that's song. old. That's just a fun parody. Of that's a, a fun parody. It's about a big dick. But anyway, I like singing about big penises, so why not? We're going to play that for you guys later on, too. <laughs> right. It's a very charming song. It's very, very uh, wholesome. It's something your child should listen to. There you go. What you Especially gonna if your child is a six-year-old homo running around in your high heels and your bras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Jimmy used to do when yeah. he was a young boy. No, but I wanted really? to have ballet shoes. That's all. I just yeah, I wanted know. ballet shoes. He, I wanted ba- he wanted ballet I shoes. I didn't want the tights. <laughs> you, wanted, you wanted pink lapurla panties, remember? 
No. I was going to buy them for you. you. Oh, yeah. He's going to buy If you buy them, I'll wear them. La I Perla. know you They're La Perla. Sick. What the hell did I marry? I married some sick pervert. He wants to run around in panties. Oh, dear God. John, what's the weather like in Florida? Well, it's about the same type of weather it is every summer here around 3.30. The old gray dark clouds are moving in. It should be raining anytime soon. That's and pretty much nice. it. And hot. It's been very hot here. It got so hot that in my car, I forgot to put my little silver thing in the window so the sun doesn't come in. Uh-oh, what'd you do the and dash? It was, and I couldn't even touch the steering wheel. It oh. was so hot. It was like 128 degrees. Yeah, that'll end up cracking your dash eventually. Yeah, I know. That's why I only forgot once. That's well, it, especially if you have sagging testicles. Oh. And, no, and then you sit on the seat. Your uh-huh. testicles hit the burning leather, and suddenly you're singing soprano. <laughs> On your way to the E room. It got very hot, I have to say. Put the air conditioning on. My nuts are frying. Fried nuts. It's very, and if you know, if you if you're really hung, your wang hits it. When your wang hits it, forget it. It's like Frankfurt is on a grill. Very hot. Very hot, my dear. Um, it, it was overcast a little bit yesterday, though. Oh, but, I'm so glad. But it's okay. I know you're so cute. <laughs> I guess I love him. him. So I we're going to go. love this man. You know, even though I beat him up on on the show, I hit him all the time. But I love him. Thank you, honey. I do. I love, love you. you too. No, you're sweet. Nice. <laughs> I'm nice. See, Chad, I'm nice. No, he is. Good. He says I'm nice. He is. Make dinner tonight. There it was. No, I was we'll go for out. That. <laughs> we're going out to dinner. Ah, we're going to McDonald's. Yay! 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 I haven't been to McDonald's in a long time. I know you. I guess I won't allow it. Oh, B. Claudy from Germany just showed up in the hey, chat room. Hey. What's up, B? Welcome, welcome. Mark Schnell, Mark Schnell. And uh, what does that mean? Fast, go fast. Oh, okay. So I know. Haktun and Mark Schnell. What's Haktun mean? Like, Attention. Okay. Haktun. Anyway. I, I learned that from the Nazi movies. We well, Which we watched. I watched one last night. A Nazi movie? Or two nights ago. Which one? I forgot what it was called now. You're getting old. You're forgetting. It was that one with Jessica Chastain, and you're like, you never heard of Jessica Chastain. I never heard of Jessica Chastain. Everybody knows Jessica. Uh, uh, B. says go fast. Yeah, Mark Schnell means go fast. You got to, like, love it. Yeah, anyway. I, I had a German boyfriend, and I used to yell, Mark Schnell, Mark Schnell. Let's do a quick commercial, and then we're going to get ready to call our first guest. And our quick commercial is, everybody, thanks so much for tuning in to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time. You can hear us every Wednesday on W4CY Radio with the super talented Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. You can also hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis. We're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audio Boom, Apple TV, Spreaker, Pod, Bean, and Podomatic. And on television, we're on Vimeo, Roku, and YouTube. And our last couple YouTube Videos didn't get as many hits, you guys, so go to YouTube, find the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, and watch those videos so we can get our video counts up. Also, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star, and Ron is at Ron Russell Show. How was that? Very phony. I love when you do that phony voice. I love that. That's not some of my announcer voice. Yeah, I know. You do all that phony. <laughs> like I did for the 7-Eleven commercial I did. Right, I love it. Right, 7-Eleven Anyway. <laughs> We should play my 7-Eleven commercial sometime. Definitely. We all can't. You know, we have to sit there. We'll have drinks and cigarettes. There was a Dynapep we'll commercial I did for 7-Eleven. Oh, no. We won't do <laughs> No. Just to see me in my commercial. No, though. no, no. No, don't. No, Dynapep was one of our sponsors years ago when I first came on the show. So I thought I'd try a Dynapep. No, heart palpitations, couldn't sleep, was spinning, beating people up, crashing my car into other cars, screaming out the window obscenities at people. Wow. Made crazy that Dynapep. Remember that shit? I did. So I, I said to Jimmy, get rid of them or I'm leaving the show. 
because there's no way that Ron Russell will ever lie and say it's wonderful and use it when in fact it was yeah, speed, it was, it was poison, it was speed, it was hideous shit. So, because I'm famous for telling the truth and I like telling the truth. I don't ever blow smoke up anybody's ass as I say every week. If I say it, it's because I mean it and I feel it. I may not be right. It may be wrong thinking, but it's my thinking. Hey, Chad, I have a question for you. <clears throat> Go ahead. Okay, so since you can't mute us, when we call our guest... I did, I did find a way. I opened up my volume mixer on my computer, and it does give you uh, all the different applications where you can kill the volume on each one. So there you go. Okay, there's always a way. Where there's a will, right. there's a way. By the way, nobody's interested in technology. you're a genius, huh? Yeah, well, I have to know before yeah, we like make no, the phone nobody's call. Nobody's interested in the techs. That's okay. We have to know. So here's what we're going to do, everybody. We are going to – I am very relaxed, B. Thank you. We're, we're going to call our, our guest, Linda Chorney. Uh, before we call, we're going to play a song while we're calling. The name of the song is When We um, – this is the music video for the song. It's part of the movie that she did, When, when I Sing. And it's a beautiful song. She's a phenomenal singer, and we're going to bring her on the line to call. But while we're doing that, enjoy the song When We by Linda Chorney. Life has been less than easy I've been disappointed more than I care to admit But I put on a good show of color to brush away all the pain And I don't have enough fingers on my hands to count how many times I've been let down But I found a safe place to go where I love hanging around where I don't feel the sting and there's just one thing that makes me feel as light as a child on a swing but no When I sing There ain't nothing wrong With being your own best friend Even though sometimes you feel stuck with yourself At least you'll be there till the end And you won't walk out on you After you've loved with all your heart Wipe the feet on your welcome mat Not bothering to close the door behind Leaving you broken in a draft Not even wondering to look back To see if you are still okay Never questioning how it ended up How it ended up this
Jimbo, there you go. Difference. All right, everybody. So we have to make a correction. That was not When We by Linda Chorney from the movie When I Sing. That was When I Sing, the title track from the movie When I Sing. And Chad just messed it up. Thanks, Chad. Thank you. I take the blame. Stupid fucking idiot. I'm the shitty show. I'm going back to television. Anyway. I'll miss you, Ron. Let's make sure we can hear you. Hi. If I said say no. something, she waves. Well, that's enough, that's enough. I'm talking. Can you hear me? Yes, now yeah. I can hear you. I intend to make Linda very blonde yet. One day she's going to go very blonde. <laughs> listen, you. Listen, you. No good piece of nothing Don't who I despise. Don't be a dick, loathe. I think you're an untalented nothing. A creature from beyond. A creature from the depths of hell. You're we horrible. didn't introduce her yet. Oh, you doing <laughs> There's a full moon in that. <laughs> I love you, my sweet potato. I love you so much. You're my new best friend. You know, uh, Steve Bluestein, the comedian, wrote on my Facebook page, I thought I was your new best friend. And he got upset. I said, no, honey. I said, you made best, you made a family friend. You know, you made the grade. You got promoted. And he liked that. I said, but, you know, Linda's my new best friend. And she's soon to be promoted to family friend. There we go. So hold on. We have to introduce her. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. With Ron Russell, the incredibly talented author, singer, actress, producer. She's just fabulous. Wow. And she's a Grammy nominee, you guys. And her name is Linda Chorney. Hello and welcome Woo! to the show. Woo! There you go. Who the fuck is Linda Yay! <laughs> That's her book. Now I know. Oh, we're going to talk about that in a minute. So everybody... I know, I know that you've uh, you know us, and we went to your your uh, your screening on Thursday, and you were at the house. But we have to tell it. We have to introduce you for everybody else. So this is my cool, outrageous oh, man about town co-host, Mr. Ron. No, everybody me. else doesn't know I, that though. She's hot carrying my baby. Okay, but there's fans what? of hers who have no idea who you are in the chat room, and like, how would you know? So everybody knows who our, I am. You homo. It's you. Our, they don't know yeah, who it is. This is our cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, star of stage and screen stage for forty-five years screen for 52 years and everybody's applauding in the chat room. then we got the man you can't see but you can hear the man behind the boards mr chad murphy linda great talent thanks for joining us oh, uh, it's lovely to be here and uh, i'm love, jimmy star and we have a chat room with people right now from what i can see we have uh canada estonia england united states uh germany and france represented so say hi to everybody in the chat room did australia come in no, I don't see Australia there. Australia, where the fuck are you? <laughs> so say hi to everybody in the chat room. Big it's how's everybody doing? This is exciting. It's international. You know, <laughs> I wrote a song in 10 languages. Did, really? What song was it? It's called uh, Love from All Over the World. And I sing I Love You in 10 languages because when I go to another country... I don't want to assume everybody speaks English. Like most Americans go over there and go, excuse me. So I learned how to say... Um, I love you. Where's the bathroom? Fuck you. It's too expensive. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> it's too expensive is a good one to say. <laughs> I just yeah. say I'm, I just go there and I say fuck you. That's, that's abbreviated all. And that's it. No, when I travel. In I Chinese. Taekwai. Yeah. <laughs> say fuck you in ten languages. 
and you've been banging your head against the wall for 30, 40, 50, 60, 80 years like some of us, uh, don't give up because there's a slot in time where you belong. There is, I believe that. There's a slot. Am I using the right word? Slot space, in time. Place. What did you call me? A slot. <laughs> a slot. It's a slot in time where you belong. You have to be patient and wait till you get to that slot. Once you see that slot, jump in because that's your three minutes of fame. And in this movie, you learn that trials and tribulations of our business can be very, very upsetting. But there is a silver lining. There is a, a happy rainbow at the end of the I sound like shit because no that's not really good anyway like I don't think that's priest. a good thing I sound like a priest because the whole purpose the whole I think the okay first of all we should tell no, people what we're what talking I, about that's what I got out okay, of the movie the name of the movie everybody is called When I Sing you can follow them on Twitter When I Sing we're going to play the trailer for it in a minute so you can get an idea of what it's about basically Linda was a um, non-signed unmanaged un no, no 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 now you're talking about the movie you're not going to say the plot and what's going on no you on. have to say the plot no let people wonder what the fuck no, I'm no, talking no. about. Okay, well, here's, what, here's the whole thing, though. Is the point of the movie is... The that, point of that, the no, movie no, no, is no, don't it, give up. Right, that's there you it, go. And you got to pick yourself back period. up. Well, that's where I was going to. You rudely interrupted me. Oh, I didn't me. rudly interrupt you. Over, you weren't you, going you there. You undersexed homosexual. You under, well, that, if I'm undersexed, that's your fault. <laughs> that's not what my boyfriend's told yeah. me. Anyway, you guys, the name, of the, song, the name of the movie is When I Sing, and so people could get an idea... Um, first of all, let, tell you tell us from your point. No, wait, of let me say one more thing. Then okay. you can have the floor, you little fruit. Okay. She is absolutely delicious in this movie. Entertaining, sweet, cute, cuddly, a funny girl. Uh, you feel for her. You want her to be. A, you just love the character. I fell in love with her from the film. Now that I know her in person, oi, <laughs> oi, you shouldn't know for it. As the mother said in the film, oi, is I got already. So first of all, though, you have to reiterate that because she's not a character in a film. The film is about her, so she's actually playing herself in the film. I know that, but she's playing a character of herself because right. there's things in there that are really just for the film. So she's an actress. Let's not take that away. She's not a, a person impersonating herself. She's an actress. Why is he doing this to me today? I'm going to fucking <laughs> kick him right in his nuts. Actually, though, no, because she wrote a book about it and Shut everything, which up. we're going to talk about You're annoying it. me, you boring. <laughs> Such a fucking boring thing. You are a bore. The biggest bore I ever met in my life. Okay, well, you, let, you could bore a horse to death. Uh, oh, well, that's the way it goes. So, everybody, the name <sighs> of the film is When I Sing. And so you tell us a little bit. Tell us in your version, like you made this film because why? And we'll tell us a little bit of what it's about. And then what we're going to do is we're going to play the trailer. She made the film so that you could talk incorrectly about it. No, I didn't talk incorrectly. You did. <laughs> That's why she made the film, so you can make a monkey of yourself. No. Anyway, go, Linda. I want to have a microphone, too. <laughs> I hate it. It's all yours now. We did our thing. We, we, well, we, war we warmed them up for you. Now go, girl. Hi, everybody. First of all, if somebody from England is listening, I wonder if it's Trevor Sewell. Trevor, uh, hi, Trev, if that's you. He, uh, his music is in my movie, and all of the music in the film is independent music. And uh, I made the movie because... Hashtag Indie Lives Matter. And, oh, I uh, like that. We need to start trending that. Yeah, will you help me? Yeah, absolutely. I'm one right. of them. Talking nice. to the mic. Nice oh, I'm writing it down just so I don't forget. I Indie thought, Lives I, Matter. I, I saw that banana. I thought it was an ex-boyfriend of mine. Oh. Waving hello. <laughs> okay, so I actually made the movie 
because I wanted the truth out. And um, it, it hurt me. It hurt my feelings when I know it shouldn't. When I finally got nominated for uh, a... Non, uh, ugh, a Grammy. Sorry, I just got a text from Jackie Bertone, Jackie's Groove. He loves you guys. He has his own show and he's watching. Hi, Jackie. Hey, Jackie. What's up? He's like, I love those fucking queens laughing my ass off. That's what he just wrote. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, um, I, I had been working in bars for 30 something years and and against all odds, I got nominated for a Grammy. And rather than it being my Cinderella story, they tried to shit in my shoe. And they made up, they made up stories about me, you know, from the film. I'm not going to give the whole thing away because, Ron, you're right about that. But the synopsis is uh, they made up some story that I'd somehow cheated to get nominated, which is not true. So I actually uh, experienced fake news just like some other people. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a lie. There's no such thing as fake news. <laughs> Meanwhile, let me interrupt one second, then you continue. Yes. In, in order to win a Grammy, you must have at least a million dollars to bribe Schmier and Khan. All of these game shows, all of these Academy Awards, everything is political. It's all about what country needs to be recognized. That's the person who wins Miss America. It's all bullshit. It's called theater. It's called entertainment. Don't take it seriously. Uh, so I believe that uh, what they... I don't want to give it well, away. Well, it would be I, physically impossible. I, I don't want to do it, but this girl... Was, feed, was treated unfairly by not putting a million dollars in somebody's pocket. Also, it would be physically impossible, financially impossible for an indie artist who, who plays in little clubs to have the money to actually Absolutely. cheat the Grammys. There's no way to cheat the Grammys. And, and one thing that's cool, after we play the trailer, we'll talk about how the rules for how you get nominated for a Grammy and everything totally changed after you totally like threw a loop in the system. And, well, and, also the best yeah. <laughs> The best, the best example of this is if Donald Trump were poor, he would not be the president. There you go. So there's a perfect example of what money can buy. You can buy the United States of America if you have oh, enough shit. money. That's so just, this, but just Linda, 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 here we go again with the no, bull, no smoke up your ass bullshit. I do not compliment or say anything unless I full-heartedly mean it. I con I compared your voice to a Marilyn. What's her name? Uh, these little roller skates. What's her name? Uh, oh, oh uh, to Melanie. Melanie, you sing better than Melanie, and I loved Melanie's sweet little voice. You're the beautiful little voice, Melanie. Um, you are a great talent. You sing beautifully. You're an actress. You're a comedian, and besides all of that, you're a wonderful human being. And I'm so happy to know you, and I want to know you till the day I go to the Ashbin. And I mean, it better that. not be for at least 20 years minimum. At Let's least. see, how old will I be? 78, Actually, 88, 98. Maybe at 98, I'll still be here. I want to ask you, like, ask you another question too. Before I, I want to play the trailer though. I, let's do the trailer first, and then I'll ask you. Yeah, the, I think people every, need every, to see the yeah, trailer right, to get an right, idea because right, we're talking right, about right, it, and right, that right. gives them a visual. I still can't believe you're 78 though. You look incredible. Well, you know, the the face looks good, the body's decent, but the, the, the mechanisms are getting old. But they all work, baby, let me tell you. Maybe there's <laughs> some specific uh, kind of ointment or lotion or some sort <laughs> of to put, put on, on your face. face. Yeah, uh, 
a 12-inch Negro's cum. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> I anyway. suggest everyone go out in the street and ask a black man, Negro man, if he's got 12 inches, and then whack him off, let him shoot in your face, and massage it in the skin. That was and terrible. It does, well, no, no, it does. It's called black velvet. <laughs> yeah. So hold on. Uh, so let's say, uh, Chad, do you have the trailer? Now we want to make sure it's, it's the one that says, When I Sing Trailer. Don't be a smartass. I got it. <laughs> Chad, you're getting bitchy. Okay, so right. you're on our show you too long. You're getting to be I a- see your belly, Ron. Oh, Suck no, it I, in, fellas. That's fuck face lowered the camera. I had Chad sent me a message fuck to lower Chad. the camera. Yeah, you guys were like a head on a platter. <laughs> Chad, fuck you. Mount my belly show. Lower raise that do that fucking That's fine. Anyway. No. So Linda, we want you to actually uh you 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 uh, announce the trailer and then um and then we'll play it for everybody and we'll come back and talk. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen of the Jimmy Star Show and Ron, get ready to see when I sing trailer. Yeah! percent of us that are sitting in the corner of a bar wondering if anybody's listening. I've been chasing the dream for 30 years. I thought I would have made it by now. There have been good guys and bad guys and ups and downs. Hey, it's a living. I'm missing the boat. And after all, I made history. What? I did. Who in the universe is Linda Chorney? I started playing piano at four, switched to guitar at ten, always wanted to be a rock star. But now here I am, back in Vail, single again, after screwing up several relationships. Warm them up for you. Why don't you blow on them? It's the only action you're going to get tonight. (laughs) Those beautiful blue eyes would not distract the fact that you're an idiot. You cannot keep doing this. How are you going to support yourself? Linda, I want you to do the album of your dreams, and I want to finance it. What? Yeah! We're having a baby! I was like a kid in a candy store. This is my last album. Best album you've ever done. We gotta market it and we gotta get it to all the labels. Yeah, right. Like Sony Music wants to sign a 51-year-old woman. Maybe they have a menopausal music division. <laughs> what if you put it in the Grammys? I told you six months ago that you needed to get some contacts. I have as much chance of getting nominated as I do getting pregnant. You know, it was a Hail Mary. We tried. You did it? You made it? <laughs> You don't belong in this. You know you're a joke, right? They're clearly trying to f*** you. Winner is. No one can hurt me. You've sang in bars your whole life. Why don't you just go back to singing in bars? It seems to be working for you. No one can hurt me. Is it so wrong? No one can rip. Believe that you can make it to the top. No one. When I sing. All right, there you go. Looks good. Hang out. All right, everybody. So that's When I Sing, uh, the story about Linda Chorney and her Grammy happiness and debacle all together. It's a fantastic, fantastic film. You guys will love it. You can follow it on Twitter at When I Sing. You can follow Linda on Twitter at Linda Chorney. It's just like horny but with a C and an E-Y instead of a Y. So Linda Chorney 
and uh, she even has an album. Her very one of her. I don't know if it's your first album, but I saw an album on on uh, on iTunes, and it's called Me So Chorny. That's my third album. I have seven albums. She has seven albums, you guys. She has three cassettes, an autobiography of which she's wearing the shirt for, and it says, "Who the fuck is Linda Chorney?" Which I'm assuming you wrote after the after the whole Grammy thing. Well, what happened was uh, I was interviewed and on the cover of Variety, by the way, and I was in I was in the Associated Press and all these places. And one of the quotes from some big record exec was, "Nobody managers." producers, publicists, labels know who the fuck this chick is. And I thought that was funny at the time. I thought they were I thought they were saying it in a complimentary way, but they weren't. But <laughs> I thought it was cool, so I decided to make t-shirts saying who the fuck is Linda Chorney. So that's how that came about. Okay, and then you turned it that into the title, title of a book. Yes. Yeah. When I had my show running for years, years ago, I was on Playbill a magazine and somebody said now they've got drag queens on playbill what is it coming to now that's all there are on playbill is gay people so i was one of the first no because theater now is all gay and it's out and open uh so i was one of the first i know what that feels like when they make you feel like you shouldn't be where you are you it's know, terrible it's not, it just stinks i mean who the fuck but it's you? just jealousy too though no no it's it's theater uh pump or what, no, not pump. It's called snobbery or it's called some kind of stupidity. I don't know. You what know what? Just don't let them, in, in any circumstance, not just in the biz, but don't let anybody friggin' intimidate you. Just believe oh. in yourself and fuck them. And that's why I, I made the movie. This is the movie the industry doesn't want you to see. Yeah, and I don't I, care. But nobody, and the tagline is, I, nothing can hurt me when I sing. And that's right. right. Nothing can hurt no me. No one when, can hurt me. No when one I can hurt me when I sing. And, yeah. uh, and we played the When I Sing video by mistake, Chad. And uh, so we're not going to play it again, but we're going to play. <laughs> Linda, Fired. Linda, Linda, I want to pass something on to you. Something I learned a hundred years ago from Bobby Denard, who skated with Sonia Henney, and he was in the Ice Capades, one of the most famous solo skaters. He was very gay. He had white blonde hair with false eyelashes and makeup that he'd say he forgot to take his face off when he would go to restaurants with us. So people would laugh at him and back in those days and make fun of him. And oh, he'd yeah. stand up in the restaurant very elegantly and turned around and say, people pay to see me. Do they you? And then he'd sit down. <laughs> and I learned that when anybody gives me a rough time, you know what I say? Hey, people have paid to see me. What about you? Mm -hmm. So shut your fucking mouth and, <laughs> and, and eat your hamburger. It's rat meat anyway. That'd be a good T-shirt too. People I know. see me, so people shut your have, fucking mouth. Yeah, <laughs> people. Have, and that's my thing. Like if they don't like me on this show, I say tough luck. People pay to see me. I, cost I love you. You no, are but it, it costs cost electric. See, right now it costs people money with electricity. And they're paying to see us, and you too. <laughs> so no, don't laugh. I'm going to put this mic right no, down that's your true. throat. Oh, I hate him. Why am I married to him? You got a nice guy for me there, like a cowboy. Oh yeah, right. I'd like a nice multi a cowboy, a multi gazillionaire, hot butch looking cowboy. Like Jimmy, 30. I I actually feel really lucky that Jimmy and I crossed paths with such a weird circumstance, right? Absolutely. You guys, Jimmy, go ahead, go tell ahead. the story. You tell. No, no, you got you. Got. No, it, I, it, I talk too way, much anyway. You. It talk. wasn't weird. It's called destiny. Okay. I'm a firm believer in destiny. I bet you're firm. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> Italian and Jewish, so therefore you get very firm. So now, in go, spite go. of my daughter, had, 
how did you like my daughter who sat there and said, I'm not Jewish. I said, I never said you are because you're Dutch, Irish, and some other shit. And Italian. I said, I never said you were Jewish. Deirdre. Deirdre's not Jewish. Leslie's not Jewish. Deirdre and Leslie are lovely people. Yeah, they're my daughters, but they're not. They're not even Christian. They're nothing. <laughs> they are. I'm, I'm just me. I'm a Jew theist, actually. That's what I call myself. Oh, I, I like that. Jew theist. I have no religion at all. I don't believe That's in. what she's a Jew. Yeah, religion, Jew. <laughs> religion, religion divides. Religion divides and causes prejudice. Yeah. And, and I'm I, a Jew that doesn't believe in God. So I'm a Jew theist. I believe in matzo balls and love. Oh, you know what I believe in? The tradition. I love. Oh, oh, wait a second. No, no. I love the Jewish and Italian combination tradition because Jews and Italians love food and children. And family. You know a Jewish girl eats a banana? You do, right? Well, we know you. You know how a Jewish girl eats a banana? How they eat it? No. No. How they eat it. Oh, they peel it back. Oh, yes, all prim and proper. Not no. getting their hands dirty right before they swallow the whole thing. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love you so much. You're a crazy bitch, but I love you. <laughs> so real quick, because a lot of people, everybody in the chat room is saying that they love it and everything. Like, is it? Do you have any film festivals that you know that you're going to be in coming up? Yeah, well, okay, we... Um, we premiered in Hollywood at the Hollywood Reel, and we won the People's Choice Award for Best Feature Film. Yay, congratulations. Gave us some laurels. Then we got rejected from Sundance and Tribeca. I actually put official rejections on my little laurels. And then we got into Houston, and we won Houston World Fest for Best Feature Film, low budget, under 500000 Ours wasn't even close to 500000 And then... Um, <laughs> And now we've been screening it all over the country. So you can go to whenising.com and then click on um, contact and sign up. It'll tell you where it's showing next because we are doing the next film festival is in New Mexico, in Las Cruces, New Mexico. And that is um, in October. And then pretty sure we've got one in November in East Lansing, Michigan. And we might be going to Rome also. But we're going to do screenings like maybe we'll do one in Palm Springs at the Camelot. Absolutely. And, uh, Camelot, the Camelot's more certain than at the, uh, the convention center. I think you're a little late for the convention center, if I'm remembering correctly. No, uh, it's not time yet, but we, but we submitted there last year. But regardless, if anybody who's listening, um, please sign up for the When I Sing, and then you'll find out where we're going to be next. Absolutely. So go to whenising.com, everybody, and check it out. And if not but the Camelot, course- there's another theater where they're presently showing the Frank Sinatra life story. Uh, it's a smaller theater. There you go. Do it again. <laughs> so I have a music question for you because, like, I I went on iTunes and was listening to all the songs on the albums that are up there, um, which they don't have seven up there. I think, but they have a but but they they have a bunch of them up there. And um, you do you know who Amy Mann is? I love Amy Mann. I uh, several of the songs I listened to, I thought, oh my god, she you know has a very your voice has some very similarities to Amy Mann, who to me is like one of the greatest singers on the fucking planet. Like she's oh, like my absolute favorite. Um, and so, wow. like, you, what a great concert that would be, though, like, for you and, like, Amy Mann to do a show together. Like, I would think that's Not the Not if they thing sound ever. alike. They kill each other. Let me, see, let me say how old she is, because people say I sound like Cheryl Crow, too, but I'm one year older than Cheryl, so I was first, so she sounds like me. 
There you go. And I'm sure you're probably a little bit older than Amy, probably a year older than Amy Mann, too. That's so funny, the Sheryl Crow line, though, in the movie, which we're not going to give away, but, like, you guys have got to see this movie. It's so fantastic. Right, um, hold I on. love it. Sheryl Crow. Um, born, where was she born? Oh, guess what? She was born in 1960 in September. I was born in 1960 in March, so I'm six months older than her. There you go. And so she looks fabulous, she, too. She sings like you. That's right. She sings like you. Screw you, Sheryl Crow. <laughs> Who cares? Who is Sheryl like Crow, anyway? She's a famous singer. Oh, yeah? Like, really famous. Oh. Yeah, tons of Grammy. <laughs> She's really good. She's a great songwriter, great musician. And everybody yeah. and everybody needs to make sure, because I saw when I sing you guys, like, at home uh, uh, on a small screen, but when you go to the theater, like, it is really, like, such a... Uh, Wait, let me talk about that. Shot beautifully. What... You didn't use a red, did you? A red camera? Uh, we used what? an Ursa, and um, we used my little handy cam because it's you know, panic. and uh, and it's actually, other than the dialogue scenes, uh, Scott and I, my hubby sleeping upstairs, he and I shot a lot of stuff ourselves, like just a two-man crew, and uh, like the skiing scenes. And Scott should get a friggin' Oscar for him holding yeah. that camera on the top of Telluride. Right. So, well, a lot of the scenes with the clarity and the crispness of the camera, I thought maybe it was a red. Photography's beautiful. It's not jump camera. There's still shots which don't make you nauseous. I love that. Meg's in the chat room. She said if you get into an Ohio film festival, you can stay with them. <laughs> Who said that? Well, Meg. You. Meg's in the chat room. Oh, my Meg? Meg, she wants you to call her. <laughs> my Meg. My Meg. My Meg is wonderful. You will love her. She looks like Grace Kelly. She's the most gorgeous girl in the world, and she's wow. one of my sweetest, dearest, most wonderful friends. Yeah, and you she's love She's married to probably the biggest lung specialist in the United States. Um, her husband, who's a dreamboat, Alan Rudnick, and uh, they live in Irish. Yeah. Jewish, what Irish? Jewish. She's she's not. She, he, he's a Jew. She's a uh, wasp. Some kind of shit. She's a wasp like me. Some kind of a Protestant thing. And now, so and, and B. Claudia Sanders should come to Berlin. I think February 2019. She said is the film festival. <laughs> I uh, we we submitted to Berlin. We didn't get in there either. Hey B, you know anybody in the Berlin Film Festival? Because she said they submitted and they didn't get in. See if you can pull some strings. <laughs> yeah, boy. She knows a lot of people. But I'll tell you what, no, this is what we're doing. We're doing it homegrown, grassroots. I mean, the film festivals are cool. They're one thing, but you go there generally on your own dime. They buy the tickets for the show. You get put up, which is nice and all that. But in the end, you get a laurel, which is cool too. But you don't make any money, and I'm in the hole for making the film. So we started showing it on our own, and we're we're sh uh, we're um, selling out every single show. So I've been doing this with regular people. You want it to come to your area, get five friends to work on it with me, be an ambassador. You guys get to come for free VIP, but get ten people each to buy tickets, and that gives us our base. And I'll rent out a theater and show it, and I'll show up and sing. There you go. Okay, That's as far terrific. as the convention center goes, this is what I know: Jane Russell yeah. and I, and somebody else, were at the convention center. I sat with Jane Russell while she signed photographs. Now this is different, though. She's quiet, Jimmy. You know what the fuck you're talking about? As usual, you blow it out your ass like a genius, and you're really a dumb queen. Shut the fuck up. 
Oh, I can't take her anymore. I'm going to divorce this bitch. But he's not telling you something about a film festival. No, it is a fucking film festival. If you let me finish, why must I get upset with you every fucking week (laughs) on the air? He does this to torture me. He's a know-it-all fuck who knows nothing. I'm 173. I've been around. I know everything. All right, so tell your story. Here it is. Jane Russell was signing pictures for $35 at the convention center. Or you could take a photograph with her. Okay. That was during the day. In the evening, we went into the private room to see gentlemen prefer blondes. That's what they do. They put you at a table to sign your shit there. And then they run you a film. This way you make some money at the convention center. And that's how it works in Palm Springs. So if you do get in, you will sit at a table. You will sign pictures, books, movie things, whatever the fuck you got. And then you get your ass up and then you go in to see when I screw or sing. It's two different things he's talking about. No, Jimmy, they do it at once. In Palm Springs, the the film festival and the signing shit is three days. And that's how it works. Okay, well, what anybody can check it out. You should wrestle. Do a little physical right. fight. The film right festival now. is a really big I, deal I, here I with all the big something? stars. Can I tell you something? We have an enormous fan base. I mean, gigantic fan base. So you would think out of that big fan base, some people would be upset with it. No. They all write, Ron, I love when you and Jimmy fight. We go hysterical. They love us fighting. So that's like four and a half. How many? Forty-five? Four and a half. Four and a half. No, we don't wrestle. No. Come on. Wait, so that's like 450,000 fans that love to see 4, us fight. 4,500,000. That's what I said. Love to see us fight. But they, they have those autograph signings here 10 times a year. There's one that's coming up in two weeks. Like, they have that Jimmy, stuff here all the time. I sat with fucking Jane. But it wasn't at the film festival where Angelina Jolie showed up and all those people. It's not. It's two different festivals. That was... Well, we're going to get her in. She wants to be in the one in January. That's the big one, the international one that, like, all the that superstars one, come that to. That one, they have to. They No, her film will never make yeah, it. Yeah, well, we'll get you in it. I won't. Work it, on won't it. it won't. It won't. Because not, the re- that makes you qualify for an Oscar if you get in that one. If you get in that one, you get qualified for an Oscar. It's not like the other one. Well, so. we'll try for it, but the other one is easier, and she could get it. We'll exposure. look it up and figure out how we can do it. Oh, yeah, the other one gets you great exposure. And I like your idea of, like, doing the grassroots. Well, wait a minute. Mr. Blackwell, ha- I was ne- sitting next to Tony Curtis. That's how I got to know Tony. Jane was like- here. Well, thank you. Jo- Jane's booth was here. Tony's was here. My shoulder, that's like a- this. Jim, Tony and I were like this for three days. He is the most, he was, God bless him, the most insane, crazy fuck, just like me. Dirty mouth, sexy. Everything was about sex. I mean, he was just a wild son of a bitch. And we got along so great. And I loved him to pieces, and he me. He said, you know, you're going to be my buddy. And I said, of course. He said, I'm going to London now, to England, to get my book signing. When I get back, I want you to come to uh, Las Vegas, to my home. I said, great. I want to interview your paintings. But then he passed away in England. Hang on. So we have to do a welcome. I we lost w- a dear friend. We want to welcome. What's Robin, the director's last name? Oh, is Robin here? Robin Russin. Robin, Robin Russin. Uriel Russin. We want to welcome him to the chat room. He's the director of When I Sing. And at the screening, after the screening, he had a party at his lovely house with his beautiful wife oh, and his yes. iguana. His iguana. He has an iguana and a turtle and a dog with two color eyes. And uh, we had a great time. So welcome to the chat room, Robin. And uh, say and, hi to and, Robin. <laughs> and Robin, you know, most after parties, they throw potato chips and Kool-Aid at you. Your after party was so wonderful and so giving and everything was delicious and your wife is incredible. And I loved your 1926, I believe, home. 1905, I thought she 1905 said. 1905 home, which was a real <laughs> a craft home. 
nice guy your director is. Nice. He's my, he's a, we called it, uh, I don't know if you remembered at the beginning of the film, it's an odd cousins film. And yes. he's right. my cousin by marriage. Sarah is my cousin, his wife. Oh, okay. So, so Odd Cousins uh, film. Lovely people. He and his wife are very sweet. Can I people. tell you something about Robin? Yes. How he changed my life, and I think your viewers would really appreciate this. So when I was going through the actual nomination crap and the crazy Hollywood mentality, you know, they live in L.A., and Robin's a screenplay writer, sold his first screenplay for a half million dollars to Steven Seagal, did really well, and he teaches screenplay writing, blah, 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 and I'm telling him this crazy story. He thinks it's nuts, and then I wrote the book, which he helped me edit because, you know, I, I'm not a uh, professional writer. Well, I wasn't, but I am now. But he helped me in, the, in that sense, and then I said, I'm going to make the movie. He tried to shop our movie you know, for an option, the book, and didn't get anywhere with that. And uh, so I was like, I'm going to make the friggin' movie if it's the last thing I do. And then I used my life savings from my singing and pulled every favor out of my ass from every friend to get it done. And then um, I got investors together, and then I co-wrote it with this guy named Doug, uh, Douglas Rain because I didn't know how to write a screenplay. I knew the story. I knew every line. But he helped me do that. And then um, I said to Robin... Uh, no, excuse me, I called Robin and said, I'm going to do it. And he goes, well, who's going to direct your movie? I said, I guess I am, you know, because I don't have to pay myself. And, and I, But I was just, I really had to get this movie done. And he goes, well, what do you think of me taking a semester off of school and directing the movie for you? I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah, I always believed in your story, Linda. I believe in it so much that I will take off a semester of school. We're talking unpaid, semester of college. He teaches at University of California, Riverside, screenplay writing. And he actually wrote the book. Hold on one second. He wrote the book, How to Write a Screenplay. Hold on. I bought it. He goes, why'd you buy it, Linda? But I did when I was trying to write. Look. Can you see that? Yes, writing, writing yeah. a picture. By Robin Russin. Yay, Robin. So um, I bought the book from him, and, and then, but anyway, he ended up directing the movie. Not only that, but so, of course, I was going to edit the film because I don't have to pay myself, and editing is one of the most expensive things, too. And of all of the things, Robin has uh, produced plays, written plays. He's done television shows. And of all the times he could go for a grant from the University of California, Riverside, he picked my movie, our movie. Awesome. And Yay. so we got a grant for the editing. Congratulations. Good job, Robin. Now, good and question. And we never fought once. I have a good question for you, and I don't know that you have the answer. What? But do you think this film you did is the one and there'll never be another like it? Or do you think you're going to do another one that'll make this one look less? No, no. I'm, I'm very proud of this movie. I think it's... Well, you saw it. You know, it's hard to toot your own horn, but I think it's got a charm. Go ahead and toot. Toot, toot. What? Go ahead, toot. Go ahead and toot. <laughs> um, so um, the one thing we're hearing back, we've had two reviews so far, and you can see them on the website, but the word that keeps coming up is it's got heart. Yeah. And, and I don't want to ruin it by somebody taking it over, but the only way I'll do another film is if I'm paid to do another film because it was the hardest thing I ever did. I got so much more gray hair and what the fuck wrinkles and 
and I work, I'm still working. <laughs> I'm still working like 15 hours a day. The moment I wake up, it's the hardest thing I ever did in my life. Working with musicians, way easier than working with the actors. Too. Well, like they always say, making a movie is easy, but selling it, that's the hard part. It wasn't even easy making it because I, you know, with such a low budget, I had to wear so many freaking hats. I was exhausted. And Robin worked his ass off, too. And I'm just, um, I'll be forever grateful to him. But it's a lovely little film. But, hey, I want to tell you another story. Okay. So right after I got nominated, the reason I, I was able to do this album of my dreams is this doctor who was a fan of mine, right? He, he financed my, my album because he believed in me. Now, the first project I did with this guy, The Rock Doc, was a parody on The Wizard of Oz. And uh, I had written the song after Scott, you know, who you're talking about upstairs. One morning we're lying in bed and, and, uh, and I said, hey, why don't you go downstairs and get breakfast started? And he goes, he goes, hey, why don't you put your dick back in your pants? And uh, so I thought about it, I'm like, hmm, if I only had a schlong. And then I wrote the song in 10 minutes and I performed it that afternoon live at my gig in Asbury Park, New Jersey. And the rock doc saw it. And he said, you got to make a music video out of that movie. It's get, I mean, out of that song. It'd be hilarious. He goes, I'll take care of it. So he drops like four grand. We go into a studio. We have a green screen with props. I think you guys are going to, are you going to show it? Yeah, we're going to show it. Chad, you got, I, I've, I've seen it and um, it's, it's really cute. Hang but, on. You know, some, somebody, somebody, some people may be offended by it. And if you are too fucking Fuck bad. Em. So That's anyway, what I said too fucking bad. Right. But the funny thing is that after I got nominated, after you guys see this music video, maybe show it first and then I'll tell you what happened after. I don't so know. Chad, 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 do you have the schlong song? That I do. All right, so you introduce it for us, Linda. We'll play it, and then let everybody watch this schlong song video. It's a parody. And, and take it as a joke, folks. Don't get, like, fucking melodramatic. There you go. Yeah. Go ahead. You That's introduce it. it. You introduce That's it, though. It's the schlong rise. Yeah. <laughs> I introduce it, though. Introduce it, Linda. That was it. Oh, that's your introduction. All right, everybody, check out the schlong song by Linda Chorney. Here it is. I would while away the hours Spanking it in the shower Until it made me sick I would give myself a licking Whilst I choke upon my chicken If I only had a dick I will use it in all entries, in all exits, use it gently, because I have a heart. Da -da 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 -da. I would never feel so lonely as I bop on my baloney if I only had a cock. Picture me behind the trees, rubbing another one out all over the leaves. I'd shake it off till it was clean, and say, you're my best friend. And then do it again I would roam around the halls Scratching my great big balls While singing this happy song la da 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 
I would never get yeast infections. I would only get erections. I could whiz while I was standing, always having my old hand on my dong. If I only had a schlong, yahoo! I do believe. I do believe. I do believe in dicks. Yappa da da, yappa da da, dingada dong. Picture me upon my knees, trying a yoga position that could please a downward dog till I could reach. Then I'd tuck myself off until I screech. I could name it little buddy, and when I'm feeling cruddy, just take him by the hand. And from Kansas to Wisconsin, I'd be wailing on my Johnson. I would grab my throbbing boner from Boston to Arizona. I could flog my silly willy, ringing the Liberty Bell in Philly. I could be like Uncle Remus, zippity doo daing my penis all day long. If I only had a schlong, just cock and balls. That's all. All right, gang. There you go. All right, everybody. So that was the schlong song parody by Linda Chorney. See, it's not dirty. It's just matter of factual about. If I had a dick, you know, <laughs> so it's not bad. So anyway, check it out. So after, after I get nominated, the Americana Association has their panties in a wad, right? Because their people didn't get in. So whoever didn't get nominated, it was my fault, allegedly. Right. So um, I'm, I'm trying to cut my neck off so you don't see the fat. I mean, oh, no, keep it, it up, keep it up, because we want to see you. You look it. fabulous. Okay. okay. So, so anyway, um, <laughs> uh, when when I got nominated, apparently they Google. I see your belly button. They Google oh, again with this fucking thing. Well, here, I'll make you feel better. No, but why is it? You know, wait. A couple of weeks ago, everybody was checking my crotch out because the camera was so low. A lady said to me, I had on little pants with cactuses on them. She said, you have a cactus right where your penis is. <laughs> you just got full of pricks. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> very good. Very fast. We right, raised so this listen. camera. So these guys um, apparently Google search me. And <clears throat> what do they find? The Wizard of Schlong. They find my Schlong video. That's the first thing they find of this nominee. And they watch it. And they think that it's a joke that I'm nominated. And I have so many serious songs. That one, you know, parody is the one they freaking judged me on. And, and I was thinking, should I take it down? Should I not take it down? Is it, it going to hurt my chances of getting nominated? I'm like, I don't want to take it down. But I think my publicist at the time made me. So now you well, put it back up. You know, it, it's, uh, it's, you're not singing at your best. You're singing comic and yeah. when you sing comedy it's not your drama uh some of your song and i've listened to your songs some of your songs have a lot of uh what is the one i like about getting old what is that oh. one about Easy. something about aging and, and life as it goes on that's a very dramatic series oh, that's ch cherries 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 yeah. yeah i like that song everybody Thanks. out there buy cherries you'll like it it tells you a lot about life Emotional Actually, Jukebox. That's the Grammy-nominated album. I didn't, see, I didn't see Emotional Jukebox on iTunes. Now, which is the one you sang at the theater that night? 
You sang the one about the old people. Yeah, that's the cherries. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's not about old people. It's from... Well, I got it. I picked it up. a child all the way through. But I have another one that I actually filmed in um, Palm Springs and Joshua Tree called Boots. And the the chorus is, I can't find my boots. They must have walked away. I went upstairs and can't remember why. So it's about forgetting. Like you go upstairs and you're like, what the fuck did I go upstairs for? And then you're afraid, like, oh, my God, when I'm old, am I going to lose it? And is my partner going to be there to take care of me and hold my hand and wipe my bum? Well, that's a fear that most old people have. That's why I promote Silver Foxes so much for Stan uh, Zimmerman, because it's about four old guys, gay guys in Palm Springs who won't get in a nursing home because they won't let gay men in the nursing home. And they wonder who's going to care for them as they get older. So that's a film. Well, we're we're fighting for it. I'm going to get there. So the four men decide to live together. Now, Stan Zimmerman has written for the Golden Girls, and he's written for uh, Gilmore, Gilmore Girls, Girls, the Brady Bunch movies. The Brady Bunch. I mean, Stan Zimmerman is one of the best comic writers out there, and I love him to pieces because he stands for everything I feel about ageism in Hollywood. Anyway, we're fighting like hell to get Silver Foxes up and running. So anyone out there that has a clue and in or something to help us, please do. Because I it's think about- it's brilliant. Well, it's about time that we show the world that gay men grow old and that they have problems when they grow old. I want to be in on the project. I'll help be a producer. Well, I think it's you a know, great idea. Everybody, I want to be in it. I want to be one of the silver You should partners. be. Well, I don't know. They've already, you know, I'm a com- comedian. I'm gay. See, Stan only wants gay actors. So you yeah. can't be a straight actor playing gay. He wants gay people playing gay. I'm a stand-up comic for 48 years. And, I mean, I've worked all over the country in nightclubs. So I'm not afraid of, of being funny, you know, like most people are. I'll do anything that is funny. Um, so I would love to be one of the silver foxes. But we'll leave that up to casting. Okay. But, it, so, but other than that, I'm all for the film. I, I, it's my cause. It's about uh, people. It's about my peers, people my age, men my age. I don't have a Jimmy that live right. alone. They, like one friend of ours, Stefan, he used to own the Liberace house. And Stefan is really getting up there. And we worry about him because he can barely walk. He's had several strokes. Sure. And, you know, it's amazing how prejudiced people are still... I I think it's insane that they don't have, I mean, why couldn't they have, I mean, would it be unheard of to have a a gay old folks home? I think there are some, but very few. And and they would probably be outrageously expensive. The reason that Jimmy and I, and I'm not giving away where we're living because we don't want nut jobs blowing up our house. Sure. but the reason that we're living in our gated community is because it's 85% gay. The only one that's this percentage of gay in Palm Springs. And I wanted to live here because I wanted to live with, and it's a 55 and over. So I wanted to live with aging gay men uh, so I could get a better feel of what's going on. Because I may just write a screenplay one day about what it's all about living in a gay community with all gay guys and gay women. Um, we are invisible. It's a sin that we are. We are good people. We're talented people. If it weren't for us, your hair would never look good. Your clothing would look like shit. <laughs> you wouldn't get a good movie or a good song. I mean, we're everywhere. We, we make the world beautiful, unlike mm-hmm. some people who are mean and make it an ugly place. Gay yeah. people only love to laugh and be happy and to drink and, and make merry. 
So I have some things to say real quick. First of all, somebody what have you got to say, my dear? Somebody in the chat room says Oysters is a great Linda Torney song. Oysters. Oysters. From Brooklyn. Oh. Oysters. And uh, I that's think that's my that last album. Oysters he, is my last album. That's a title. Who, who said that? Who's the guy that girl that said that? I don't know. Oh, that's Robin. I uh, know it's not Robin. I don't know who that is. So you have a fan in our chat room. There's a bunch well, of you fans. You can go to the yeah. Nimbus bunch store. You can go to LindaTorney.com and you can get any of my music, my book. My, my, I'm almost out of my who the fuck is Linda Chorney t-shirts. Um, oh, so, so they can get emotional, because I was thinking, that's what I was about to say before we started this other conversation, is emotional jukebox isn't like on iTunes or anybody to download, but if they go to your site, they could get it. Yeah, uh, yeah. you can go com and get anything. I, I actually pulled my music off of Spotify, because Spotify's the devil. Why is they, that? Because they, they don't pay you. Because they <laughs> fucked every single artist on the planet, unless you're in the 0-1% and you've got a gazillion uh, streams because you used to be able to at least download a song and make 70 cents a song. It's Spotify. When you stream a song, it's great for the user because for 10 bucks a month, you can listen to as much music as you want till you puke. But an artist, when they get their check, they do want to puke because somebody has to listen to your song like a thousand times for you to make three cents. Go no, it's I'm not exaggerating. It's uh. I, I think it's fifteen hundred. No, I think it's fifteen thousand streams equal one download or something. It's really wow. something really ridiculous. It's disgusting. And but you know that if that, I if just you, did a new single, "Dreams" by the Almond Brothers, and I went to put it up on uh, CD Baby to iTunes and stuff. And I said, "The rumor's not true, is it? That you guys are going to stop doing downloads and only do streaming?" He goes, "Yeah, it is true. I mean." That's what the consumer okay. wants. Here's what you should do then. I'll but give it's you so some, famous that Spotify. Because I, I, I work in the music industry a lot like you do. Um, if you use DistroKid, which is a plug for DistroKid, I think it, I'm not sure it's like $40 a year. You upload as many songs as you want. You get to pick where you want it to go. So if you don't want it to go on Spotify, you can get it to go into Amazon, Google Play. You can iTunes. do that with iTunes, uh, with uh, CD Baby, too. And then just don't have it go to Spotify. Right. That's what I did. What, what, happened, okay. what happened to years ago? You went into a store, you bought an album for 3 bucks, three fifty. You came home and you played it on your phonograph. I mean, it, it was, was so event. simple. You know, what's a name who I love to pieces? My favorite folk singer besides this one. Uh, 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 Gypsy. Oh, she, he likes Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Who oh, okay. I, uh, I love Stevie Nicks. That was a great impersonation. Well, listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gypsy. I love this. That's my favorite video with the white horse with the unicorn and she's dancing and the sparkles are falling and she's spinning around. I love Stevie. She's just absolutely my favorite. Anyway, Stevie said. I'm not recording anymore because they're stealing all of my fucking music. Right. I refuse to record. I'm only doing live concerts. Mm -hmm. I'm heartbroken because you know what? I love her and I'm not going to be able to get any new music out of her because she's not recording because of all the, the thieves out there. So, you know, folks, when you do when you steal music, you're fucking yourself. I don't think the general population has any idea. All the people who stream on Spotify and Pandora and all they those... Don't know. They have no idea that the artist makes absolutely no money. Unless, if you're Drake or you're like somebody, you know, and you get 50 million plays, you make some money. But even then, you're not making the money like you would be if you were selling the singles on iTunes. Jimmy, you know what? So before I did the feature film When I Sing... I did a documentary called The Opening Act, which I still haven't released. It won two awards as soon as I put it out, but I, I'm kind of waiting till the movie hits so I can do like a 
Yes. A one-two Pig- punch. Piggyback. But that it's that is a documentary. But it, and you go along the passenger seat with me as I record a song from start to finish, as I hustle people to be in a music video, and you see how much time, effort, hustle, money, groveling, pulling favors it takes just to make one song, how much work that is, and that maybe people don't realize what's not sacrifices, but how much freaking work and money it is to make music, and people just take it for granted. Yes, I agree. And 100%. it's not a soapbox thing. You go, it's fun. Better story than that, and we discussed this on our show before. Yeah. Um, no, Lily, it's not better. No, wait. Lily Nicole McLeod, my lovely yeah. friend who sings like an angel. Nobody yeah. sings. I mean, she sings, the, what is it, black rock and roll or black blues? No, she does everything. No, but she does that I'm black stuff, which is wonderful. She does yeah. beautiful soul singing. She's a soul girl. And um, she made a couple of million dollars in the 80s and wound up with 500 bucks. No, wow. sold a couple million. Okay. You she know, sold yeah. a couple oh, of million, oh. and she wound up. They robbed her blind. Joya. We're really good friends with the girls from Expose. And, and Joya had, is a very good dear friend of ours. You they know had, who Joya like, is? They had eight, Joya top, Bruno. eight top ten hits on Billboard uh, in the like late 80s, early 90s, I think it was. Uh, the name of the group was Expose. They're fabulous They're girls. They're still we fabulous. Love them. They're still working all over. Um, number one, they didn't own their name, so they were in a legal battle for 15, 20 years to get their name. Number two, they sold. They were the highest-selling girl group in history before Destiny's Child came along. Mm-hmm. Um, they sold millions and millions of records. I saw them the first time in an arena with like 30,000 people. And I mean, they're broke. Um, they and they got paid like $200 a night to perform or whatever. They didn't make any money millions. at all, even if they sold, they, you know, they yeah. made mil- sold but, millions of records. But everybody involved with them got rich, except except that. them. Well, there's some, there's two books out. There's Mansion on the Hill and Hitmen, which is about how they screwed the artists. There's actually a scene uh, or chapter in that book where these record executives are around this big table, and the objective of the meeting is we owe Phil Collins two million dollars in royalties. How do we get out of it? That was the meeting. And, and, I mean, he has money, but these other... Did you see 20 Feet from Stardom? Say that again? Did you see 20 Feet from Stardom, the no. documentary? It won the Oscar. It won the Grammy. It was about four backup singers, one for the Rolling Stones, Lisa Fisher, who actually sang on my Grammy-nominated album. And uh, Darlene Love was one who was a huge oh, I know song. Her. And she was freaking cleaning houses to survive. So Actually, the guy from... Uh... Uh, from Extreme, I met the guy from Extreme one time, and like they had yeah. two number one hits, you know, more than words. It was a huge hit. And he's like a roofer or something. Before now, I think they're on tour. They got back together, and they're like on tour trying to, you know, everybody's doing the comeback thing right now, so everybody's making money. But in general, but, but Peggy Lee got beat out of money. Johnny Mantis in the very beginning, when he was selling his albums, he got like yeah. 20, 20 cents on an album or something. Then, of course, as Johnny got bigger, he got smarter. His his people were bigger, and right. Johnny. And Johnny has sold, he's probably, I think Johnny Mantis has sold more albums than anyone in the music business, male. Is that uh, right? Well, black people I, in general would get screwed in the day. Well, all the time, because, you know, the white guy thought he's a stupid. Actually, they say you know. that Johnny Mathis is the biggest selling, but because they didn't keep track back in the right. early days, 
you know, they don't really know, but they suppose that if you if they did keep track, Johnny Mathis and Frank Sinatra are the two biggest selling oh, Johnny B too. people I, of all time. I know Johnny. I love him to pieces. He's another one that's the sweetest, dearest, kindest, most gentle, beautiful man in the world. He's got a heart that is just gorgeous and giving, and mm. it comes. it's in his music. When you hear his music, you hear his heart, and he's coming here. So I'm so excited. He's Ooh. coming to our casino soon. Uh, she, you mentioned um, uh, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. So, which he has good contracts. Joe Piscopo. Have you ever seen him do Frank Sinatra? No. No. He does a great job. Anyway, I'm leaving uh, on Sunday because we're doing um, a pilot for a television show called Casino Boss, um, starring Joe Piscopo, and and they they cast me in it. I'm going to be in it. Of course they did. Are you kidding? You're gonna, I think you're going to get a lot of stuff. To. I think you're going to see yourself in a lot of no, stuff. No, I told her, I said, your music is going to be the second thing you do. Acting is going to be the first thing you're going to do. Because as people get to know your personality in film, if they keep you as you are now, <clears throat> excuse me, and they don't convert you to some sophisticated cunt from some <laughs> other country, you know, like one of these like, English broads or something. Keep you as you are. You have and, a real presence. Well, she's a Hamisher girl from Boston. Like I said, to, again, I, I had a joke with um, Steve Bluestein. I said, because he's from Boston, and he wrote on my page, he said, yeah, the two of us are from Boston. I said, yeah, now that the two of you are out of Boston, there are no more Jews in Boston. <laughs> so, oh, there's plenty. That's yeah. what he said. He said, what are you yeah. kidding? They're all over the place. He said, it's yeah. full of Jews. So that was the joke. Honestly, Jackie Burst Burstein... Bertoni. Bertoni's in the chat room, so say hi to Jackie. How could you hi, not Jack know Bert Bertoni? I can read it. It goes by so fast, I don't have my glasses on. Anyway, no. He's got a show, Jackie's Groove, and uh, he's a percussionist, um, and he has a lot of drummers on his show and musicians. I've been on his show. He's a great guy. Oh, I know Bobby Blotzer from Rat. But I have a question about the film. So in the film, the rock doc is played by Chris Mulkey, who to me is like one of the most like underrated greatest actors ever he's in one of my favorite films of all time it's called foxfire which was an angelina jolie film before she became super famous mm -hmm. and okay. uh and he's like one of the like the bad guys in the film it's a really great great film and so how did you actually hook up with chris mulkey a, a famous actor who's been in a zillion things to be in your independent film yeah well first of all i feel so lucky that we got chris mulkey uh, because what a brilliant actor he is. But uh, uh, Robin knows him, and uh, he read the screenplay. And it's all about the screenplay, and he loved the screenplay. And I'll tell you, he nailed the rock doc. And I had um, Chris and Jonathan, the real rock doc, Jonathan Schneider, they Skyped together for about an hour so that Chris could get his mannerisms because Jonathan is a real character. And a mensch, by the way, that guy... He changed my life with his kindness. You know, a lot of people have. I, I, I just, I'm overwhelmed by how many people have helped me, and I hope I can do the same for other people. But Chris Mulkey, what a pleasure to work with. What a pro. What a patient guy, because the difference between uh, him doing, um, let's see, Captain Phillips with freaking um, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, and then here he is with Linda Chorney eating some shitty food on the side he was one of the main guys in the Gotti movie which the movie itself wasn't good but he was really horrible good in it movie, but he was really movie. good in it hated Gotti movie hated it <laughs> no, no he's got, it always shows the mafia I think he was people. in Cloverfield I mean he's got great great credits you guys so Thousands I was so credits I was so excited to see and I was just like oh my god how did Linda Torney get like this guy who's like world famous in these huge movies 
you know, here he is, like, in her film. So kudos to you guys and, and Robin and everybody, and kudos to him for seeing a good project and saying, hey, you know what? I might not make what I normally make to get paid to do something, but, like, this is a great project and I want to be a part of it. Yeah, and you know what else? He even came to the premiere in Hollywood. And, you know, he just came. There was no freaking limo. He had to buy his own popcorn. You know, he just, it was, uh, it's, it's humbling. He's an, he's an actor. He's not a star. There's a difference. You know, I would never want to be a star if I ever could be. I want to be an actor. I like to be known as an actor. Stars mm -hmm. are people that can act. They just have, uh, like, uh, like, let's get Good one. Publicist. Like Zsa Gabor. She was a star, but she couldn't do anything, that bitch. But, get, but marry <laughs> men for their money. You know, I, I knew her. I didn't like her, by the way. She had the, the fattest ass I ever saw in Hollywood. <clears throat> her ass was like six feet wide and her body was skinny. She looked like a hammerhead shark. Robin's making, telling me, too, to let everybody know Chris Mulkey's daughter, Amelia, was also in the film. Yes, he, she was wonderful. And she came to the um, she came to the last screening that you were at. Um, she was on the, on the panel and she did a lovely job as my best friend Tracy. Not only her, Marion Ramsey was in the film. She's from all of the Police Academy movies. She's another one who's a pretty big name. And, and let, uh, let, let's do a, a shout and Kiki. out for Kiki. Kiki. Yes. Epson. Where at Kiki? Uh, Epson. Epson. Yeah, Bill. Buddy Epson's Buddy daughter. daughter. He's got me going. Buddy Epson, who all of you know from Breakfast at Tiffany's, he played Doc. Or from television, he played, what was his name on television? Jed Clampett, Beverly Hills. No, and he was also a detective. Barnaby. Barnaby, Barnaby Jones. Jones was a phenomenal character actor for years and years and years in Hollywood. Yeah. And Kiki is a sweetheart. I fell in love with, not really in love with, I like, I fell in like with her. This one I fell in love with, this little bitch over here. But the other one I fell in like with. And she invited Jimmy and I to the red carpet opening night of her musical, which is about her dad, Buddy Epson. And She's soon an amazing musician. Wait, and soon we will be promoting that, letting you all know when tickets are available and where to get them and to definitely go and come on down and meet Jimmy and I. And she's, coming on, and she's, com she's coming on the show uh, in September, at the end of September. Right, right before it. she opens her musical. So are you, you guys are you, gonna go, are you going to opening night if you're available? Uh, I might. When is it? I don't know. October 13th, I think. Oh, no. I. Uh, I forgot. I think it's October 13th. I might be Check wrong. your calendar. We'll That's around my birthday. We'll, we'll go to dinner and we'll hang out and get drunk and go see her musical and have That'd a ball. Fabulous. So we're going to take a, ta a break from talking for a second because we're going to play another song for everybody to hear Linda's music. And play Cherries. No, no, it's we're going to play when... You said you didn't want Cherries because it was too long. I said I didn't want oh, Cherries because it's him. too Don't long. Talk to me. I'm no. here for the show, you know. This maricon over here is only he one He didn't even answer his show. emails. So anyway. What? what? We're going to do I when we... I answer emails when I when remember. <laughs> I remember. When we filmed in the desert. In, so this is... In and this is... And this is like this is a song that's in the film, right? Why can't we? You said that was your favorite song. Favorite. I know. Oh, I just want to clarify Everybody, shut the fuck it. up. Why can't we do cherries? It's no. a beautiful song. No, I don't have it, honey. I've got music videos for people to play so they don't well, hear how it. How come they I see heard it. cherries? You're a liar. She you played are. it live for you at the show. Right. <laughs> Why don't I have? Send me one, you cheap bitch. <laughs> Or do I have to buy you a fucking CD, no, too? No, she gave you a CD when she was here the other day of her latest one. You know, I have a... I'm in a coma, Kate. I, <laughs> she gave me a CD. Oh, my yeah, God. Right, right. Stupid here couldn't get the thing playing on... on oh, on I couldn't thing. get it playing on <laughs> his <laughs> thing. Uh, anyway, After the show, I'm playing it because I really love... Everybody out there, do me a favor. Go buy cherries. You're going to love it. You're going to like get very emotional. Go to LindaTorney.com. She because, makes more money if you buy it from her site. It's a great... Yeah, also... 
It's a great song about being young and being middle-aged and being older. It's a beautiful folk song. Please buy it. Listen to Ron Russell. I don't bullshit you. You will definitely enjoy it. Sit back, smoke a joint, have a glass of wine, and listen to it. Okay, no, it's really a great song. And also, like like my uh, official trailer for when I sing on YouTube. If you guys could comment and like it, I'd be very grateful. I also have a TED Talk. You can watch my TED Talk, too. How did you do that? Oh, because you got the Grammy nomination? Is that why you got to do a TED Talk? Good for yeah. you. Oh, by the by. What's a face who knows you, knows you from the Grammys? Who's what's her face? Sharon Leah. Sharon Leah. Oh, right. A good friend of mine from Pennsylvania. Sharon, if you're watching, hi, sweetheart. And Sharon's going to the Grammys again or something. She just sent me some shit. She's going to two awards. She pays attention to it. I don't know. You know, I have selected. I think she won a Josie Award, maybe. But anyway, let's go back. So she said to say hi. Let's go back, though. All right, so... So you introduced Chad. Do you have the when we video this time? <sighs> <laughs> All right, Linda, introduce the song. This is a beautiful song, you guys, with a beautiful All visionary. All songs are beautiful. Uh, but, the, but the video is actually gorgeous, and I love it. And so introduce it. We're going to play it for everybody. This was filmed by me and my husband, Scott, when we from Oysters.
Jackie's All right, there you go, gang. So that was when Meanwhile, we, the music video from Linda Chorney. She's and showing us her property. It looks like half of Arizona. She lives in That's Tucson. Cool. And the backyard is go backyard. The, the uh, what do they call that? The, the grounds, excuse the me. Patio, whatever. The grounds, the grounds, darling, the grounds. And the grounds are sensational. The swimming pool is divine. You have to see how magnificent it is. I can't wait to get my gorgeous, young, thin, hot, sexy body in that pool naked. <laughs> Should we go up and wake up Scott? Yeah, yeah, let's, let's go up. wake him up. Make sure so you guys, while we're while we're and waking, listen, listen. If he has an erection, photograph it. So listen, though, you guys. Most guys you wake can get, up with You can erections. get Linda's music. Go to lindachorney.com because if you buy it buy off her cherries, website, it's buy better. Buy cherries, buy cherries. Get all buy her albums. Cherries. You want to get uh, a meal, emotional jukebox because that's her Grammy nominated album, and you can and get, get it cherries. on iTunes. Buy two. That's watching it on the big TV. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he knows we're coming. Uh, <laughs> you are one sneaky. Where is that little fucking prick? Where is he? Where is that Scott? Wait, wait let me put some light on so you can see him. Let Scott, let's see your erect penis. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to freak the guy out. He's very cute, you guys. There he, he is. is. Hey, you guys, that. this is Scott, wow. Linda's husband. Look, you look good in bed, Scott. Mm. How big is the bed? Oh, is it big enough? <laughs> oh, look, he's got lube next to the top. He's got lube next to him. What has he got? <laughs> lube? He's got lotions all next Lube. to the bed. <laughs> it's for his feet. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Scott. Wait, did she say feet? Hi, Scott. Wait, did you say for his, his feet or for his meat? Yeah. <laughs> he, he has disgusting feet. Oh. Oh, poor Scott. That's because he's a cowboy. Oh, look at Chad. Chad's like, oh, poor Scott. <laughs> hey, poor Can Scott. I show you what Scott looked like when he was younger? Yeah. Scott is cute as hell he's now. He's could be oh, now. Oh, the queen. You, okay. Scott was um, in New York City at Studio 54, and when he left, this is back in, um, in the beginning of the 80s or uh, late 70s, they uh, asked him if he'd try out for Blue Lagoon. <laughs> he'd be like the Christopher Atkins. Oh, my God, he looks yeah, like go, Christopher go, go, go. Atkins. Yeah, He's gorgeous. So gorgeous. I used to hang out at 54. I wonder if I balled him up in the stadium. <clears throat> you know what I do? When I'm in bed with him, I shut my eyes and pretend I'm banging this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing. I pretend I'm banging Cary Grant. <laughs> he loves Cary Grant. I close my eyes and I yell out, oh, Cary, I love you. Not hey, look, pick. here's some of my awards. There's okay, wait, Houston. She's giving you, showing you her awards. Houston World Fest. That was um. The, we got the special jury award for best feature film. When I sing, I'm the writer producer. Yay! Good. And this was for the opening act. I won best, best documentary. Couldn't they and do the trophy? What a crappy looking trophy! Let me listen, see that. At Hollywood, it's it's like you know they they put the glass in. 
and they Please, carve it back. Send it back. Ask for so a wait, trophy. Let's go. So as a musician, because like we want people to know, like besides playing in clubs, you're very like accomplished. Tell us who who are some of the acts that you've like either opened for or played with. Um, Henny Youngman, um, Phyllis Diller. No, I'm kidding. Um, it was. <laughs> by the way, just one more thing on the uh, the awards. The one for the Hollywood Reel, you had to buy your award if you wanted to have it. So I didn't buy it because I'm cheap. Okay. Not, not so, cheap. Smart. Yeah. I opened for um, uh, Paul Simon in front of 250,000 people with Nelson Mandela and Jackson Brown. That was a big one. But um, recently, Mike McDonald, and uh, who's the nicest guy in the world, and the Beach Boys, they were super nice. They had me backstage with them. You love uh, Mike McDonald. That's a Doobie Brothers I guy. I love him. Michael McDonald. Didn't you do so something with Pat Benatar once or no? Did I read yes, that? Yes, I've opened for Pat Benatar. I've opened for um, Cheryl Crow. I've opened for, why am I drawing a blank? Dave Mason. Uh, air Supply. Oh, we had them on the show. We had Air I Supply love on the air, show. We I love, love them. Air Supply. Yeah. One of my favorite groups. <clears throat> and Pat Benatar. Yeah, so, Pat Benatar? Yeah. I love Pat Benatar. Yeah, I saw, I saw her. I met her in Right Bank Shoe Company in uh, Beverly Hills, a shoe store. And she was sitting next to me and she was buying f boots, like 20 pair of boots for her show. And she said to the wow. guy, salesman, give me high heels for every day but give me the low heels for on stage and the boots in those days were like 500 bucks a pair and i thought this bitch is spending like 30,000 or whatever it was some obscene amount of money so yes. i thought, i had no idea who she was by the way and i'm talking i hate high heels they're they're, <laughs> well, they're so bad for you they're impractical wait, I listen. Won't wait. so i'm uh, wait, wait, let me finish. So I'm talking to her about high heels. And I said, honey, let me put a pair of high heels on. I could show you how to be on stage in high heels and they won't hurt. And she was hysterical. She thought I was kidding. She didn't know I impersonated Jane Russell. But anyway, she was very nice. And then the, the salesperson, Bobby Sapatano, said to me, do you know who that was you were talking to? I said, no. He said, that was Pat Benatar. I said, who is she? <laughs> I love Pat Benatar. I think Pat Benatar. She's got some, she's got some serious chops, man. She's great. And that just shows you, though, how great, like, you can say, yes, you have to pick yourself up when things don't go well, but you've had a lot of things that do go well. I mean, opening for Pat Benatar, that's like a big deal. Listen to me. This girl's got a lovely life. She has a gorgeous, lovely husband who adores her. Because I said to Scott, I said, I love her. He said, that's how I feel. He said, he loves her, too. She's got a beautiful home. Too bad it's in Arizona, not in Palm Springs, but you can't have everything. <clears throat> she's a talented singer. She's, she's talented. She's, she's quick-witted. She's funny. She's got a great and, personality. And she's lucky enough to have me as a dear friend. There you go. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> thanks for the dinner. The other, and thanks so much for having me on the show. I had a wonderful time. Is it over? It's, we got to go in. A, we have like a couple minutes. Meanwhile, I made that uh, linguine with clams. I went out to Gelson's to get the clams. I carried on to get them, and nobody ate half the clams. Yeah. How come? I ate all of them. There were still clams left. Hey, do you know, I did a remake of, um, when I used to play at bars, I did a remake of uh, Margaritaville because everybody would ask, I hate that friggin' song. And you get every white guy, white man overbite wanting you to that. play that song. I hate so. that Margaritaville song too. Do you want to? Do you want to hear my rendition that I got fired for quite a few times? 
Yeah, that's oh a few times. Do you oh, know wait, the song? Wait, it's wait, Jimmy wait. Buffett, first of all. Oh, wait, let me just do mine really quick. I used to sing, "My heart is sad and lonely. I think of you only." You know that song forever. We were at rehearsal in a very big nightclub in New Jersey, and the owners were there. And the, I said, "Boys, play it." And I said, "My twat is white, it wet and foamy. I dream about a great big Italian baloney." And they came running up and they said, "You can't work here. You're fired." I said, "No, I don't do." That that's just a we joke. We have to do a duet then. And I did it right. So go, mine was, go, go. was <laughs> and then it goes, it goes nibbling on his sponge cake, watching his buns bake. All this tourists covered with oil, drumming my six inch on my porch. It is a cinch. Smell my clam, it's beginning to boil. Waste it away again, and my vagina's filled. Looking for my last condom to ball. Some people claim that there's a woman to blame, but I know. If I'm tired, I can blow. <laughs> now, every, every, everyone watching this show, now you know why I love her so much. You can she's, hear some she's people. me with long hair. <laughs> laughing their asses off, and some people were like. Nah. Right. Like crickets. Nah. Uh, some, I those people fired. just have. Uh, that's okay. Well, I mean, my line, they've dropped, my twat is wet and foamy. I mean, you know, my heart is sad and lonely. I mean. I love they, that. Well, I, they want, they want to going to fire me. Seriously. She said she got fired several times. Well, you know, because <laughs> you know, a lot of, the, a lot of the nightclub owners were Italian. Oh, fuck from, Republicans that don't like that. No, these Who were, like, these, these were mafia guys from Brooklyn, tough guys. Ooh. And they didn't like that kind of talk, especially if their wives are going to be in the audience. You know, oh. my twat is wet. How's your, how's your pea soup or whatever you're making? Does it look good? <laughs> Black bean soup. It's really Black good. And um, I uh, I had to go to the gym because I have to lose a few pounds before before the uh, You are filming. so skinny. Are you kidding? How much weight do you want to lose? You out of your mind? Just you're two skinny. pounds. You're a tiny. She, by the way, everybody out there, she's tiny. She's a very petite little girl. I am looks, not. I'm 5'8". Well, you're not. Yes, I am. You're full of shit. You're not five eight. Maybe <laughs> five eight. I five, well, you're really tall. No, I'm not. Wait. I'm only six. You're like a a little munchkin. You're five eight. I don't believe oh, it. Yeah. Is. Look, she probably is five eight because she's like uh, she goes up to the top of your eyebrows. Right. Why do I think you're so? T- so you are petite, though. You got a little. What are you size three, four, six? No, uh, more like, like a- six or eight now. You're kidding. You look so skinny and little. Yeah. This so is I've, my studio. What? Oh, cool. my, this is studio. It's a little bit practice. messy right now. This is my pool table. I listen. So I love to shoot pool weight. One more thing, then I do have to go too. Here, this is me and Willie Marsconi, the greatest pool player of all times. I, I shot pool with him. Remember in the movie, you see me shooting pool? Yeah. So for Scott's birthday last year, um, I bought him this freaking pool table, which is from 1908. And it's frick, only six of a kind, and it, and he gets home, and I'm the one who shoots pool. He likes it, but I love pool. He goes, "Oh, thanks, you bought that for me." So when it was my birthday, he comes home and he goes, "Hey, I got your birthday present in the driveway," and I go out there. He bought tires for his car. <laughs> that was, that's a good gift. Now the pool table has it has two uses. You can use the pool no, table. No, you do not lie on a pool table. No. Well, they did in the movie with Jodie Foster. You can, just, 
You can just bend over it, but okay. So let's tell everybody real quick. I mean, he could shoot in your hole with a ball, you know, on the pool table. So hold on. <laughs> so here's what we got, you guys. This is Linda Chorney. You guys, you can go her her film, which will be playing uh, in shows all around, screenings all over the place. You go to WhenIsing.com and you can find out where and when and sign up. Sign up. Yep. Follow her on Twitter at Linda Chorney, C H O R N E Y. You can also follow the. Uh, the uh, Twitter of the movie uh, at, I love at, you. at When I Sing. And then I uh, Scott's also on Twitter. You can follow him. He's at Scott, <laughs> F-A-D-Y-N-I-C. How do you spell Scott's last name? She's such a crazy bitch. That's why I love her. I love her. I love you so much. So you can follow Scott on Twitter also. And um, we want everybody to support independent artists. What was our hashtag? Hashtag Indie Lives Matter. There we go. Indie Lives Matter, everybody. So hashtag Indie Lives Matter. Let's get it going. Linda, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We love you, and we will definitely be in touch. Linda, you are. I have many, many, many friends. I really do, but you are special. Your light is the brightest of most of my friends. I love you. Thank you for being in my life. No, seriously. No bullshit. Thank you for being in my life. And I want more of you. I have Thank you for having me on the show. You guys are fantastic. I'll send you the link. Somebody else if they don't get it. That's right. Screw them all. All right. Bye, Linda. Have fun. See you later. Take care, honey. Bye. Say say bye to Scott for me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Say goodbye to Scott. Bye, sweetheart. (laughs) Bye, Scott. Bye. Jane, stop this crazy thing. (laughs) <laughs> I shouldn't know how I bet. You know how to stop it? I know. Hit the little red button that hangs up. Goodbye. <laughs> that was good. She's she fun, is isn't she? So much She's fun. a character, no doubt. You had to see her at our dinner party. She was just the most enjoyable person to be with. You could be in a rotten mood, which I wasn't, but if you were, she would just take you right out of it. She's a very up, happy, uh, fun girl. Nice girl, too. Good heart. So, uh, Good people. Yeah, the whole thing was great. Um, she was uh, on the whole show. Her. I know, because I, I, I didn't have a second guest, and I was going to have him play some other stuff, but instead I just kept her on. Yeah, I mean, who, who, was who, fun. who wants anything else but her? It was fabulous. It is. And she's got a great voice, you guys. Everybody go to her website, check it out, and um, uh, I guess uh, that's... <clears throat> Somebody's leaving the chat room. Robin. Robin's leaving the chat room. All right, everybody. So we got a few minutes left. Here's what we're going to do. Chad, let's let's play the Joy of Bruno Love is Lifting Me Higher. Your Love is Lifting Me Higher video. Okay. Not very long, is it? Uh, three minutes. Okay, so then we'll come back and say goodbye to everybody. All, All right, everybody. So this is Joy of Bruno. The name of the song is Your Love is Lifting Me Higher. And if you look closely... You'll see a blonde-haired Jimmy Starr in the video all over the place. Oh, so I'm going to throw so up. So check it out, everybody. Joy of Bruno, your <laughs> no, love is no wonder the song. I was wondering why he was playing Joy's song. Oh, my God. we got to look at him. Oh, you're going to go.
that's weird. Just cuts off at the end like that. Yeah, I think that they ran out of money, fixed it, finished it. <laughs> <He's lying. laughs> That's terrible. That's Whoa. fucking funny, though, right? Sudden, sudden stop there. All right. Yeah, it's and got I a sudden it. stop. So, okay. so let's see, everybody. Uh, we got two minutes left to go, and we had a great time today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Please check out the YouTube videos when we put them up. And um, next week we have uh, a young lady that we met at the Info List Comic Con event. Her name's Adrienne Wilkerson. She looks like Audrey Hepburn, kind of. She's gorgeous and beautiful, and she voices all kinds of stuff in like all the Star Wars cartoons and stuff. Plus, she's been in a bunch of films. And, and she's uh, brought elegance back to young women. Yes, she's fabulous. So we're gonna have a good time with that. And um, what else you got? You got about a minute and a half. Well, I'll, I'll strip. I'll start off taking my shirt right, off. Thanks, everybody. I'll... Good night. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what happened? And we're gonna go try and see Ant Man if we can get our movie pass oh, to work please. later. I have to sit through that stupid childish thing for two year olds. Ant Man. Ant Man meets the cricket. Give me a no. Break. It's Ant Man and Wasp <laughs> fight the like fuck evil. Cricket. Wasp. Ant Man meets cricket. Listen to Chad. Oh my, Chad. Chad, what did I marry? A boy man, a man boy. What do they call them? Men boys. I don't know. Boy men. It's not no, married a superstar. No, I married a man boy. You're like a boy, a child. That's right. wants to go see Ant Man. Oh, daddy, daddy, take me to see Ant Man. No, it's an adult movie. It's rated R. You can't even go see it if you're a child. Why? They're going to screw these two guys. They're gay. Ant Man no, and Ant the Man and the Wasp. Uh, it's a guy and a girl. Oh. It's Paul Rudd. You love Paul Rudd. I do? Yeah. Who's he? He's like a famous actor who used to only do comedies, but now like this is a, now he's doing this, but that's why these are funny because he His has a comedic... name's familiar to me. Yeah, you know him. You've seen, him. When You've I seen see him, him in 50 movies. Probably. Anyway, you guys, we're going to go try and see that. Um, I don't know if we said hi to Pat Grant in the chat room when she came in. I see she said, what a great uh, what a great show. You guys are the best. Thank you so much, Pat. B, everybody in the chat room, we had a great time today. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. I hope everybody has a, a wonderful and safe weekend. Yes. And we will see all of you guys next week. So have a great weekend, everybody. Chad, you're a superstar. Thank you so much, and everybody have and a good week. And scream out on your Facebook page, you want Silver Foxes on the air. There you go. And Indie Lives Matter. Yay. Bye, everybody. See Later. you next week. Bye-bye. See you next week. Bye. Take you out to Jimmy Stars. He'll dress you right.